Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, Darren Mitchell here, and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast on this beautiful Wednesday, the 5th of May, 2021. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about leadership, as we do on every episode. But today in particular, I want to ask you a question. What level are you on in terms of your leadership? Now, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I love all things leadership, and I especially enjoy working with leaders uh, to help them unleash their potential and help them move to that next level, and in that case, uh, helping them become that exceptional leader, and specifically, uh, I love working with sales leaders to do that. So if you're one of those leaders, love to work with your one-on-one. Now, understanding this, many leaders are thrust into the role, and I've talked about this a lot, many leaders are thrust into the role of leadership, and they don't necessarily have the frameworks or the support to make a successful transition. They just basically said, well, you guys were a really good individual contributor, you've got a really great track record of sales, so you must be in a position where you can teach a team to do exactly what you've done and therefore you'll be able to make a successful transition to be a great sales leader. Doesn't always happen. In fact, it very rarely happens. And this is where I come in and help leaders, particularly making that transition from an individual contributor to a successful sales leader so that they can uh, put in place the frameworks, the disciplines, the principles to give themselves every opportunity of making, first of all, that transition a seamless one or as seamless as possible, but also setting themselves up with a foundation that will enable them to grow and develop and become, over time, that exceptional sales leader that uh, that ultimately they'd love to be and potentially grow into the role because, as I said, a lot of them are thrust into it and for, for many of them, because of that, they don't necessarily think about or have not thought about becoming a sales leader or in, in a non-sales environment becoming a leader. It's just something that kind of happens to them. And what they're forced to discover along the way is it takes a huge number of uh, changes to make and a lot of new disciplines to implement in order to be a successful leader because not only are you responsible for your own performance in a lot of cases, you've also now got to have responsibility for a team. uh, And that could, depending on the size of your team, anything from 5 to 10, 15. I've had some clients that have had upwards of 20 people as direct reports, which is pretty pretty difficult to manage, certainly difficult to uh, to lead effectively with that number. But it's uh, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be learned in order to make that successful transition from the individual contributor role into a leadership role. And that's certainly an area where I help them make that transition, make it as seamless and as successful as possible. Now, one of the first things we need to do with a an aspiring leader, but also an, a brand new leader, but if you haven't done this for yourself, uh, well, any leader, is to... First of all, define reality. This becomes the platform from which we can grow from. So defining reality is all about, okay, where am I at? What are my strengths? Where are my gaps? What are some things I need to be focused on? Uh, And hey, what's the current situation? So it's a full-blown analysis in terms of where I'm at right now. And it may well be you're not uh, in a sales leadership role or in a leadership role yet, but you've got some aspirations to be one, or you are in a leadership role, but you haven't really defined a lot of things that will help define you and provide that platform for you to grow, evolve, and get better, and certainly lead and therefore influence your team to hopefully become sustainably successful, which is what we're all about. And so that's the first part, defining what our uh, what reality actually is. Now, as you know, if you've been listening to this for a while, this podcast, 
I'm a massive fan of John Maxwell. He's so practical, so experienced, so wise, and he's been around for, for decades. And he's probably, I think, the most written expert on leadership around the world. And he's something like 100 books or variances of books, but 30 million plus copies of books sold. So, And the principles that he teaches, are, I think, are really, uh, I think, down to earth. A lot of them are quite easy to implement, and unfortunately, a lot of people overlook some of these principles because they think it might be a little bit too easy and not as complicated as they would like or they would expect. And that's not to say he doesn't talk about some really detailed and complex issues and leadership quandaries and so forth, but typically, the, the principles that he does teach are really, really founded in common sense that anybody can do them. And that's what's so powerful about this. And so I wanted to talk about one of my favorite books that John Maxwell has written. It's called The Five Levels of Leadership. And this is where the question, which level are you on, is coming from. So I do want you to think about, you know, what level am I on, on the five levels of leadership? And the five levels of leadership book, if you haven't gone and got it, do yourself a favor and go and get it. It's a, it's a phenomenal book. It's a detailed book gives you a lot of practical information about the different levels of leadership that exist and therefore give you some insights in terms of what you can do to get ready to take the leap to the next level. Uh, it lays out the steps really, really clearly and will truly enable you to unleash and maximize your leadership potential. Now, the key principle with all of this, and this is something I always talk about, is there's always another level to get to in terms of your performance and Understand this, that what got you to your existing level, whether that be an existing level of leadership or an existing level of performance, is not necessarily going to be the same principles or the same skill sets that will enable you to get to the next level. So the presupposition there is we need to and must continue to develop, to grow and to stretch and get out of our comfort zone when we do that because it's only through development, taking on new challenges, probably making mistakes along the way, are we going to learn the lessons that we need to learn so that we are ready for that next level? So the key question out of today's episode is, as I go through these levels at a really high level, and I really encourage you to go and get the book because there's so much detail that's really worth reading and, and absorbing as a, as a leader, I want you to think about which level are you on right now and what level do you want to aspire to get to? And if I can help you, there'll be a, a thing at the end, as, as always, call to action, for us to have a conversation, and I'd love to work with you on one-on-one to help you do that. So let's go through the, the levels at a really high level. And as I do this, really think about where you sit and be really, really clear on this and be realistic about this, right? Don't don't think, yeah, I'm sitting at level five because I'm a, I'm a legend. Be really practical and do some clear self-assessment as to where you're at. So uh, the thing to remember here is at every single level, you can be on different levels for different people. But as a, as a leader, there are certain levels that you need to go through in order to uh, develop, in order to uh, increase your level of influence and therefore maximize the level of potential and ultimately unleash that leadership potential that you've got. So it starts with, obviously, level one. Level one is all about position. And this is where people will follow you because they have to. And this is almost about rights. I remember back a couple of years ago, I was doing a leadership program for Australia Post. And one of the leaders in that program we're having a conversation about leadership and I, and I wasn't talking about the five levels of leadership at that stage, although I did bring it into the conversation. One of the leaders turned around and was talking about his team, but he was referring to his team as his subordinates. Now, I found that really interesting and a lot of people were looking at him quite strangely, but he'd been brought up in an environment where leadership was all about uh, almost dictatorship, was almost about instruction and it was very hierarchical. It was all about position. So what that showed me was that this particular individual at that time was very much a level one 
positional leader because he he felt that his team were his subordinates. He was the one that was giving them direction. They needed to do what he said in order to get the job done. And it was very, very hierarchical. And it was literally that example where people were following him because they had to because they reported to him. Now, he, he actually had the foresight and I guess the emotional intelligence to have a conversation with me throughout that leadership program where he wanted to move up a couple of levels. He wanted to move away from being so hierarchical. He was starting to find the role becoming a little bit frustrating and he was getting a little bit lonely because there wasn't, he didn't, he described it as there wasn't a good vibe within the team. So we started to talk about uh, some things he could start thinking about and implementing. And one of the things I asked him to think about, first of all, was to understand what he stood for as a leader. What is his values? And we talked about values last week on the podcast. So in order to make the transition from positional one leadership, uh, level one positional leadership into level two, we really have to think about what we stand for as a leader so we can start to make the transition and start to take on some of the attributes that we will need to have in order to get to level two. And so this is what he did. He actually started to get really clear on his on his values and what he stood for as a leader. And then the conversation ever so slowly started to change within his team. And over a period of time, he was able to make the step from level one positional leadership into level two, which is all about permission. And this is where people will follow you because they want to. It's all about relationships. Now, this stands to reason then that if we're actually going to make the leap to level two, the first of all, the presupposition there is you've got to actually care for your people. You've got to focus on building relationships for your people and you will value your people. And this is where servant leadership really starts to kick in because great leaders who sit at level two uh, based on permission, they actually seek to serve their team and they recognize that their team is not there to serve them. So they look for opportunities where they can earn the right to lead their team and in the process, they'll actually focus on building really strong connections, really strong reliability, really strong credibility and therefore they'll start to build a bedrock of trust. Now, this is all about building a team, a team environment and a culture where people actually want to be there. And as the leader, they're no longer necessarily dictating or telling people what to do. They're actually starting to develop this level of independence within the team where they're encouraging people to come up with their own ideas and take some more proactive action. And this is where permission really kicks in and and it's all about relationships. Now, the thing to realize with each of these levels is there's going to be some positive attributes and positive things about being at these levels, but there's also going to be things that potentially we need to be mindful of that may prevent us from getting to the next level that we need to then overcome as uh, as hurdles, as, as potential challenges. Now, I'm not going to talk about those today, but I'd really, as again, really encourage you to look at the book and, and read it in detail. One of the things that uh, level two leaders find themselves doing is they spend so much time building relationships and uh, caring for their people that sometimes uh, production or the results can take a backward step. And this is where we need to be really mindful of striking a balance between having a great relationship, building a great culture, but also making sure that we're still there taking action so that we can get the results we need to get. Because ultimately, our success is going to be determined by the results we actually generate, certainly in the eyes of our of our senior leaders and certainly in the eyes of our key stakeholders. And so level two leaders need to then move from uh, the permission level to into level three, which is the production level. And this is where people will follow them because they have what they've done for the organization. They are focused on delivering results. Now, the thing with this, though, is they use the level two permission as a bedrock, as a foundation, and as a springboard in order to deliver those results. They're not out there just doing things willy-nilly. They're very, very strategic and very specific in terms of the actions they know they take that will deliver the results. So they're making things happen. And they, in the process, their level of credibility is enhanced, and therefore, in the eyes of their team, the level of trust goes up. 
So this is all about production, all about getting things done. And sometimes it may well be uh, delegation, it may well be giving others the opportunity to take the reins. It, it's all about how do I lift the entire team and how do I, live, do I start to deliver the results that we need to deliver so that the team becomes sustainably successful. Now, a key thing to understand here is you cannot jump multiple levels at once. You've got to go through the levels one by one. So the first time you get into a leadership position, it's probably going to be you have the title. So a lot of people are going to be thinking about, I now am a sales leader. So therefore, it's all about position. And you may have find yourself having to be quite instructional to your people so they get stuff done. Now, at that level, you've got to start thinking about what is the next level. So this is when we start getting clear on our values and making the leap into the position level two. And therefore, once I've got to level two, how do I actually start making things happen, getting results? That's when I can make the level uh, jump to level three. And so the previous level will always be the springboard for the next level. Now, once you've got to production level, the next level in, in John Maxwell's Five Levels of Leadership is level four, which is all about people development. And this is where people will follow you because of what you have done for them. This is about reproduction. One of the key things I talk about with all leaders, in, and I was asked this my very first day on my very first sales leadership role, and my manager said, who is your likely successor? Now, it was a very strange question, I thought, because, hey, this was my first day as a sales leader, so I thought, first of all, I've got to actually get some results on the board. The furthest thing from my mind was actually the next likely successor to me. But my general manager, Danny, at the time said, who was your likely successor? And that was, this is all about getting me to think about people development. And this is what great leaders will do. Once they've got to production level, it's now thinking about, all right, who are the likely successors? How can I start creating other leaders? Because the whole purpose of leadership is to define, identify, train, and ultimately unleash other leaders to the point where you may no longer be needed in that particular role, and that is perfectly okay. So this is this level is all about people development. How do I create other leaders? How do I get better at delegating? How do I give people the opportunity to step up so that uh, they can start learning some things? This is where independence really starts to kick in. And for some of us, it needs the leader to really focus on stepping back so we create some space for leaders and potential leaders to step up. And this is about, uh, this is level four. Now, this is probably the ultimate level that most people are going to get to because it's very rare, as John points out in the book, to get to level five, but also to remain at level five. So if most people in their career, in their leadership career, can get to level four where it's all about people development, then they've had a very, very successful leadership career and obviously are a great influencer. Now, level five then is what's called the pinnacle. And this is where people will follow you because of who you are and what you represent. So this is about respect. This is about legacy. Now, you could you could argue that often uh, people in level four leadership, where it's people development, you're starting to build and create a legacy. And that's probably true. But level five being the pinnacle is you are almost like, uh, I wouldn't say, I don't like to use the word guru, but you're going to be very well known and very well, well respected. So you're almost going to be industry-wide uh, acknowledged, if you like. So you're going to be an expert in your field. And this is about duplication. You're probably focusing most of your time on creating and developing level four leaders so you can really multiply your impact of leadership to others. And, and again, it's more likely going to be about later in your career, and it's probably going to be more about legacy. What's really interesting, I've heard John talk a lot about this. He doesn't consider himself to be a level five leader. He has mentors that he considers to be level five leaders, but as well known as John is, he doesn't actually believe he is a level five leader 
himself, which I find staggering because I would consider him to be a level five leader. But that's uh, that's why he says it's so difficult to actually reach the pinnacle, let alone stay at the pinnacle. So if you can get to level four, you're doing a fantastic job. So there's an overview of the five levels of leadership. And the question I want to ask you again, the one I asked you earlier in the episode is, which level are you on? Do I, um, Do a really... Uh, realistic assessment of where you're at. And if you find yourself on level one, start to think about, okay, what do I need to do in order to take myself to level two? What sort of values do I need to put in place? What sort of relationships do I need to focus on? How do I get to level two? If you find yourself at level two, what do I need to do to move into production? Do I need to be more of an example? Do I need to uh, put some more strategies in place to get to, to make more things happen? How do I increase my trust? How do I increase my credibility? And if you find yourself at production, or even in, in one of the previous levels and wanted to get to people development level four, start thinking about, okay, how can I start leading my team more effectively? How can I start teaching, coaching, mentoring? How can I start developing people and really identifying future leaders that I can invest in to the point where I become replaced in the, in the not too distant future? And that is the ultimate goal, to be replaced, to make your role redundant. So the levels of leadership are level one, position, level two, permission, level three, production, level four, people development, and level five, the pinnacle. So figure out where you are on the five levels of leadership. And if you'd like some help to make the step to the next level, love to have a conversation with you. And I'd love to help you become that exceptional sales leader over the next 90 days. Simply go to my calendar, leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits. We'll have a conversation over Zoom and start to work together as early as this week and really get you on the path of being that exceptional sales leader where you can start to earn more money, better sales results, but also generate a lot of meaning, a lot more meaning in terms of the role you do and in the process, step up one or two levels of the five levels of leadership. So with that said, I hope you enjoy an exceptional Wednesday, highly productive Wednesday, and I look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.